Welcome to Milk and Mommy's podcast. This podcast was created simply because I found myself happily pregnant and self-employed and wondering, how was I going to juggle it all? Get comfy as we talk all things motherhood, working for yourself and finding that elusive balance, honestly. <laughs> how are you, madam? Oh, not too bad, thank you. Fabulous. Uh, who are you and what do you do? Uh, I'm Sasha Risa Claxton, which is my stage name. Mm-hmm. My husband is asking me when we're going to change that. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, um, I'm a, an actress and a writer. Um, and trying to do other things creatively to keep sane in this crazy times we're doing. <laughs> um, and also a mum of a four-year-old girl. Yay. And I'm about to have my second in you... five weeks. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Are you excited? Yes, I am also thinking what I'm, what you're doing. But um, no, I can't wait for her to have a little sibling. And yeah, um, yeah for us to transition into a family of four is going to yeah. be mad, but I'm sure it'll be incredible yeah. as well. I mean, at four, I feel like because they're more, a bit more independent and more, I guess, more involved, right? They want to do everything. So yeah. it could be fun to have a little help. The extra pair of hands. Yeah. yeah, she is great with young kids. She does want to get really involved. Awesome. Um, yeah, we'll just see how that plays out <laughs> with the also, ah, oh, right, so you're not all mine anymore, mum. Mm. <laughs> because there has been some of that, like, oh. yeah, she, I don't know, she's reverted back to some, like, baby tendencies. Okay. Like, um, which, yeah, my husband's like, what? And I'm like, no, it's normal, it's what they yeah. do. And, she knows but, um, change is coming. She does. But, yeah. and yeah, sometimes, you know, when people are like, are you excited to gonna be a note? She's like, yeah, I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> Ask me about me. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll see. Oh, man. <laughs> um, like, so with this podcast, as you may or may not know, I'm literally trying to delve in and poke as many people as possible in regards to pregnancy, their journey, how that goes with how they work and what they do. So yeah. I'm going to be asking loads of questions or as, much, as many questions as I can around all of that. So I know obviously you've said you are an actress and you're a writer. What did you do? pre baby number one same sort of thing or were you in other areas it was kind of yeah I was like a jobbing actress I was working in um predominantly Mm. tv and film and commercial nice um and but I still have my side hustle jobs as well as we do as we do (laughs) um and actually I mean it's funny because in my teens, I was always like, oh, having a family and having children, that's going to stop what I want yeah. to do creatively. That was a strong belief I had in my head, which I think a lot of actresses have, I guess. I feel thinking, like it's fed to you in some way. Like, yeah. If you're in the entertainment industry, or at least when I think about it as well, like musically, very much, oh, don't have a partner or don't have this. Basically, you need to be as available as possible. As possible, if, yeah, if you want to be where you, you're trying to get That's to. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that was the narrative, wasn't it? Mm, like, and Especially for women, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, throughout yeah. training, um, I remember I was told, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, it's, it's one or the other. Mm. Like, you either have a great career or you have a family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, oh. And um, yeah. <laughs> so I was always like, well, no, I don't want that. I want, I want the career. I want this. And then yeah. I think I read a book. Oh, of course, like all my references are going to be like, I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> um, we can do a quick Google if we need to, don't you worry. It was just literally like, I think it was like the golden rules for acting. It was like literal, nice. little nuggets. Like, yeah. um, it was pretty like men. But um, it was things like, don't put on hold that holiday. Like, mm. and you know, don't, 
don't be waiting around, like, like live yeah. at the same time. And I was like, yeah, this is true. And my mum was a young mum. She had me at like 19, 20. Mm. And I always thought I'd do that, but then obviously changed my mind. And then, yeah. and then I thought, as I was getting into my late 20s, no, yeah, I do yeah, want to yeah. be a mum. Okay. I, I do. So maybe we just make this work. Mm-hmm. Maybe we change the narrative. Like, yeah. And that's been a really beautiful thing to watch, actually. Mm. Um, when I went back to work after having my little one, yeah. which was just before COVID, but I did do a job when she was three months old and I took her on set with me. Yeah. And um, the producers were great. Like, they'd built in, like, a breastfeeding schedule Love in that. between, like, my yep. makeup and, like, fitting. And, and one of the lead actresses, like, said to me mm. uh, and messaged me privately afterwards saying, like, how it inspired her because she was told at drama school the same thing right yeah it's either career or family like yeah. and i think slowly and mm. there are other things that need to change but the industry is changing and helping support mothers 100%. so yeah that's amazing yeah that's- I, was, I was gonna say i remember you posting something on instagram and your little one was at work and i was like see like it can yes, be done we it can is do done. This. so when it when it became sort of prevalent in my mind that okay I do want to, we do, I want to have a kid. My partner does too. We want to do this. Um, we're going to have to roll with it. Mm-hmm. Um, don't stop living. Because I, I really had entered into the space. I, I know you mentioned the golden rules of yeah. acting. Just, it's true. Don't stop living. At the end of the day, all of these experiences are going to help you with your work as 100%. well, right? And make you a better, more rounded act- actor. So don't stop living. I'm like, look, when I was pursuing music as my sole career, it was like my kid was come was in my head. My baby was gonna come with me on tour or in studio, or whatever else. So it makes no never mind if I'm mm-hmm. on location or on a stage somewhere. That's just what it's gonna be. But I remember seeing your post and I was like, okay, we can do she, this. She's doing this. <laughs> they they're doing this. Like this this it, it can happen. It can work. And I was yeah. like, well, yeah, let's go. And it's kind so. of exciting being at the mm. forefront of those changes yeah. and being like, okay. Let's really make changes <clears throat> for those that are coming up behind us yeah. because, yeah, they need to see that it's possible. 100%. And any actress I've spoken to who is older really um, highlights how, just similar to what you said, is either the career or family. And also just the, it, it wouldn't have entered into their minds to ask or say, I do have a child or I am mm. breastfeeding. How can we make this work with work? Yeah. But, and I've had similar ex- experiences where production have made it possible where mm-hmm. there has been the flights the hotels or whatever else so it's like a if you don't ask you don't get yeah if you don't ask you don't know mm-hmm. and mate people yeah. have kids like let's get let's get this done so yeah, yeah and yeah. having people around like you say like even mm. if you just follow them on social media who, who, mm-hmm. in, on that same journey and being mm. like okay this is possible yeah and being as transparent as possible as well i think because yeah. I, I mean um i am part of a group of um parents in the mm. industry and a lot of them will be like panic when they get a job and mm. be like and I, I remember I'm quite lucky in the sense that my agent she's also a mum and yeah. she has other clients who are mums mm. so she's had the experience um, but also she's very calm and very to the point she's, yeah. and she's very like we don't have to say anything until this point and we don't so I have a lot of guidance in nice. that sense which is great yeah um, and I've been able to kind of pass that on to people who have asked me questions. Yeah, um, yeah. so it, it does feel like the, the tides are changing and like... Goodness. <laughs> Thank <Woo>. you. <laughs> because guys... Yeah, I yes. mean, then you invite on a whole new different kind of 
guilt when it yeah. comes to like oh working and, mm-hmm. and still having little ones and yeah how have you found your if you're self-taping have you found that whole process or learning lines with a child I don't even want to I, I was going to say and then obviously now expecting and your body's going through the changes it's going through there yeah. how do you find that because it's interesting <laughs> it, it is so interesting I mean in regards to like self-taping I feel yeah. like there's less time to worry and less time to overthink it. So yep. that's been great in mm-hmm. that sense. And it literally is like, baby's napping, I have two takes. Mm-hmm. Like, this is all we have. So <laughs> it's been like quite empowering in that sense because you're not going over and over and over it and then looking yeah. at eight different takes, which probably are different, um, <laughs> and going, which one? And then having to bug your agent. Well, they're all the same. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Um, so that pro- side of the process has been quite like freeing in a sense yeah. that you're like okay well this isn't my priority today but you know I have to get it done yeah and you rely on your instincts a lot more yeah um yeah I mean <laughs> so I think that side of it I, I think I have to take the positives from that side it is stressful because you are then editing to try and get like hit, a hit deadline, deadline done while yeah. you know you're needed yeah. like <laughs> yeah, yeah right now um Zena is very she, whenever you, I'm doing the eye dance, she, she really gets that. She finds that so fun to watch. So she's very quiet and she watches that. Then when it, when it's done, I get a round of applause, which is amazing. Because we started clapping. I'm That's like, so oh, thank you so much. I nailed that. Then when it comes down to the actual body of the scene that you need to do, that's when it's like she wants to be involved or she wants to be held or whatever it is or she wants yeah. snacks. So have I submitted some tapes of crunching in the background? Yeah, I have. <laughs> and it's been received well, which I'm thankful for. I guess. But um, it's really funny just watching her. She, I thought she's starting to get it, especially yeah. when she comes to, say, casting offices or casting studios. Mm-hmm. And she kind of sees that side of it all. But it's now the space of, well, I want to be in it too. So I've definitely added a baby to some scenes where it's kind of been like, I mean, okay, they never said I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. So this could what be I'm a bold with, choice. So we're rolling with it. Right? So there we go. I think also because my daughter's now four she, and she goes to nursery like, mm. and we'll be going to school in September. I have the time now where yeah. I can say I have, you know, to whoever's helping me tape, I have these times available. Yeah. And so I have forgotten what that is like because mm. I guess from doing self-tapes in her first year of life, we've yeah. just gone into lockdown. So I also have my husband there. Yeah. Um, is he creative by any chance? He's a football coach at Premier League Academy, so yeah. he he has his own like heavy workload and yeah. working around schedules and yeah. things, right? Because he's away at weekends, yeah, so yeah. I am a football widow. But <laughs> he's lucky because I love football. Okay. Um, yeah. So <laughs> the first year was okay. Then, like, I mean, yeah, when she was two, I guess that was when I was like, oh, this is a struggle. When we all kind of everyone started going back to work and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah and it's funny how you forget I'm like now like oh we're in a routine now she's mm. four but we're going to do it all over again and I'm going to be like oh yeah. yeah did you enjoy that lockdown period with a baby I did nice Um, I mean I know it was a tough time for a lot of people oh, that too like, oh, I loved lockdown me too <laughs> because she was born in November and then mm. we locked down in like March, March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so like I was struggling mm. the first like couple of months. Obviously, paternity leaves two weeks for my partner. Of he went back to work, and it's as I said, a heavy load. Yeah. And we live in London. A lot of my family at the time we were in South London. A lot mm. of my family were quite far away and helped where they could. But I was struggling. Yeah, and because 
like we hadn't gone into full lockdown, but still the NHS was still aware of what was happening. Yeah. So I, we didn't have health visitors coming over and stuff. Right. They were like, mm, we can't really. And it was limited to certain like in-clinic sessions, but they were also limited because, yeah, the, the world obviously was yeah. realising what was happening. And I, I remember one at one time saying to my mum, like, I can't I can't do this. Like really? and I couldn't access the services I needed because mm. they were restricting doctors' appointments yeah. and things. And I was like, I don't really know where I'm supposed to turn. Mm. Then we went into full lockdown and my husband obviously was at yeah. home and yeah. I was like, This is incredible. <laughs> this is like everything I thought it would be, our little family <laughs> spending nice. time together. Yeah. Um, so I really, really appreciated that time. Yeah. Um and also, it's one of the first times actually where I didn't feel the pressure, because even in lockdown there was that pressure of like, if you're not baking banana bread or like, if you're not, you know, <laughs> learning a language, then what do you do with your time? And it was like, hang on a minute. No, yeah, that really. Is. What? I, I mean, I definitely thought, do you know what? No, this is the time to focus on my family Fair and be enough. like, you know, it's the only time she's going to be this little. And it yeah. was amazing having us us there. Yeah. So I feel like. Lockdown kind of saved mm. my mental health, which mm. is obviously sometimes people might think that's controversial because it did the opposite it's to other people's. Actually, yeah, but yeah. yeah, it was a time where I could really connect with yeah. my little, my young family. It's nice, it's actually really nice to hear a positive scenario or outcome from that time because yeah, it was super turbulent for so many mm. different reasons for so many different people. So it's always actually really nice to, yeah. to hear. And I mean, it's different. not like. I don't feel like I was out of touch at all. Like yeah. I, I lost people during that yeah. time. Like, mm -mm. um, to yeah. my two granddads on the same day. Oh wow! Yeah, so there was a lot going on, like oh, family-wise. But I needed to be protected in that moment yeah. as a new mum. Yeah. Like, and that that I got that from my husband, and yeah. you know, from my new baby, just being in that little bubble yeah. together. Really nice. Yeah. Ooh, intense man. Um. What was your obviously we I understand lockdown played a big part or well, played a part in in your time but what was your journey through pregnancy and maybe even now as you're expecting what were your symptoms like or difficulties or funny moments oh I see a little smile <laughs> <laughs> it sounds fun already um, <laughs> I think going back to that conversation of like oh you know what's career going to be like mm. when you have a child and stuff it's really funny because as I said I was a jobbing actress I had my side hustle jobs yeah. um and at the time when i was pregnant i was working at the crystal maze as a live action host mm. yeah oh my god sorry <laughs> i didn't get a chance to go and i haven't been some of my friends did and i had the most fomo because crystal maze mm -hmm. was everything growing up it was oh wasn't my it? god so to do that was like oh was with an what incredible like? team of people <laughs> yeah like it was so fun like <laughs> Previously, some of my other side hustle jobs, I worked at the London Dungeons yeah. and like I did, fun, you know, fun. you know, I worked at Thought Park in the entertainments team, like cool. things like that. And yeah. so I've always been around like fun people, outgoing, loving their yeah. jobs, but also kind of pursuing careers in the industry. Yeah. Um, so working at Crystal Maze was in incredible. Oh, um, yeah. And it was it was so fun. It was like, you know, being around performers. Yeah. And um, they were very much like, yeah, if you feel feel okay to carry on working, right, we'll support you. Like, we just have to check the, what's it called? The, the, uh, I was going to say schedule, planner. The, like, uh, the, the risk dates. assessment type stuff. Because <laughs> yeah. we are running around crawling through like yeah. tunnels and like, but yeah, it was absolutely fine. Like, oh, and it amazing. actually kept me really like fit and active. On your feet. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, 
but then also <clears throat> at the same time, I was getting like a lot of like a lot of like one eps, two eps here, and yeah. like some really great stuff. Like I did Doctor Who, and yes. like I did EastEnders, and I did I did Doctors, and yeah. like, and then I got a gig on the first season of Avenue Five, mm-hmm. an HBO series, mm-hmm. and and. I was there for like six months over the summer, and like I was there from you know, like being like three to nearly nine months pregnant, and it was oh, what was that like? It was funny because when I booked it, and the the nature <laughs> of that job was incredible because it was like a lot of improv and a lot of writing like as they went along. Mm. So I didn't really know how many episodes I was going to be in. Fair. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it kind of on my first like costume fitting, I said to them like. I'm pregnant, by the way. I'm going to change. Like, yeah. I'm and they were change. like, oh, okay. Actually, this isn't too bad because I was playing an engineer, like, yeah. so I had overalls on and stuff. Like, they were like, we'll make them a bit bigger. So, Same. like, you can. Um, but it was funny towards the end of the pregnancy when um, we were doing pickups and they were like, oh, <laughs> this is from episode you two. <laughs> you need to stand behind that plant or <laughs> hold this iPad, like, and we'll, we'll just shoot from here upwards. <laughs> But they were still great about it, you know. Yeah. They were like, you know, we will get this shot before you have your baby, we yeah. hope. Um, and that was great. It was I such a good it. experience. And, like, the, all the actors around me, some really experienced actors who mm. were, like, really supportive and, mm. like, all the, the crew were great. And nice. um, it was just such a great experience. And being, like, it was, like, you know, telling my younger self, like, we can do this. Yeah. We are doing this. Right. Look. And being like, wow, awesome. okay. <laughs> mm. And do you have any symptoms that, <clears throat> excuse me, affected work? Not, well, yeah. Or just you in general no, as well, to be honest. I think, yes, as well. I mean, I had really bad nausea with both pregnancies. Yep, same. Yep. How long oh, that last fun. for? Yeah. And How long does it last for? Okay, so in the first pregnancy, it was only till about 18 weeks. Okay. And then it, it was a bit longer in this one. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean... I've had friends and family who've had really bad sickness and I've yeah. seen them and they've been in hospital and yeah. stuff and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And like, it, it lasted the whole With pregnancy. Hypermesis? I don't know if I ever pronounced it properly. Yeah. I may have said it completely wrong, so forgive me, world. Hypermesis, <laughs> hypermesis. I mean, way, it's yeah, not no, fun. It, yeah. All. And it really takes it out of you and I can yeah. imagine. I was driven crazy by the fact that I wasn't being sick and I was me like, too. I just want to... Sometimes, I mean, it's different, like, comparing it to when you're 18 and out on a night out and being sick and going, oh, I feel better now. Exactly, because it's just out. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's left you now. And I was like, yeah. would that be the same? But Mm-mm. I know it's not. No, for, I had a, a friend, yeah, I had a friend of mine say, no, no, you're lucky that it's just nausea because for her, it was nausea. She'd be sick and the nausea I, remained. And continued. I like, okay, I will keep my lot. Thank you. And that's fine. But well, yeah. The, thing, <laughs> the only thing that would stop me from being sick, like... Mm. Um, from feeling sick, sorry, um, was flavoured fizzy water. Oh, hello. Constantly drank that. But also when I was eating, mm. just whenever I was eating, I didn't feel sick. So yeah. in both pregnancies, I've put on a lot of weight. But again, it's the only time where I've been like, oh, well. <laughs> I need like, you. And yeah. that's it. And yeah. um, I mean, I've had a very strange relationship with food since being a teenager. Yeah. But, and so I have done a lot of restriction. Okay. But it's weird that during pregnancy, it's like... I don't feel like I have to. And in a way, that's a little bit backwards because some of the things that I'm eating, it's yeah. not like they're really bad, mm-hmm. but I'm probably like eating a little bit more than what's needed. Okay. And I know that a lot of my kind of, my 
older family members are like, well, it's fine, you're in for two. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not. That's been debunked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sadly. Unfortunately. Sadly, has. <laughs> We're not eating for two. <laughs> yeah. I need an extra 200 calories, that. which is like half a sandwich. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bit passionate about that. Because when I realized it was only an extra 200 calories, half a sandwich, I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's nothing. But at the same time, I'm like, do you know what? Like... I'm I'm doing what my body's telling me, and that's all that matters. Yeah, and if I want to eat that, I'm gonna eat that. Yeah. And yeah, and mm-hmm. I know that after my first pregnancy, yeah. I kind of jumped straight back into a little bit of restriction. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think it's partly our industry, partly being like, okay, I'm gonna be back on the screen again. Like, yeah. So how much time? How much? How much time? Basically, you know that you need to, or you may choose to get to a certain point, right? So it's also understanding how much. How much time do I have to get to that point? How much work do I need to put in to get mm. to that point? So if I can, quote unquote, just eat better or eat well, whatever else, that's going to help that whole process. That I had mm. that in the back of my head. Um, it wasn't at the forefront of my head at yeah. all. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to do what my body needs to do and I'm going to be happy and comfortable. Mm. But I was just aware that, okay, Rach, you know what it means to get to a certain, I don't know, weight or whatever else. And you know what work that took. Yeah. So what are you going to do? And then I just had to switch it in my head. And I was like, you know what? I enjoy working out and I enjoy training. I love yes. it. I enjoy eating and I enjoy eating. I'm a foodie. I love it. Mm-hmm. So wherever I get to, I'm going to enjoy that journey. Yeah. And if I choose to come down or adjust, I'm going to enjoy that journey too. Yeah. That's it. That's so I so had true. to I had to be in that space. I love the I love the up and I, I love the down. That's mm-hmm. it. Because otherwise, I think there's uh, this idea of snapping back and, oh my gosh. I was like, I don't even know what that's going to look like for me. No. Period. And... I, I know I live in a part of the world where, I mean, everybody's picking and choosing body types and shapes now because we can buy a lot of stuff and inject a lot of stuff into ourselves. <laughs> Do you? No, no no judgment there. But it's kind of like I'm aware that certain things may take longer to get to... It, it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. So let me just enjoy the process. And it's a new body. Like, you, that like, too. The, yeah. the changes that happen like when you're growing a life, literally, mm-hmm. and you know a new organ whole new mm. organ like yep. your body's done a lot of things and and it's gone through a lot of hormonal changes as yeah. well so there's going to be differences like after my first mm. um which i mean through both i've been able to work out through both i love nice. the gym yeah, i same. love strength training like and after my first mm. though i did have hip problems mm-hmm. like like pelvis problems not necessarily through the pregnancy but afterwards mm. which has now impacted this one because going back to training after the first yeah um i would sometimes get pick up injuries and i used to think that they were like i used to think oh i must have torn like something yeah and eventually i went to see someone and they were like no it's like it's an impingement like or it's it's like there's um. something that's you know, like a little bit out of alignment yeah, or something on Instagram. Exactly. Back. Yeah. Um and you, I understood that and mm. went, Oh, okay, I'll be careful with my training around that. But mm. then it's only since like being pregnant again and now having the PGP and like the, yeah, the that's what like the pelvis Perfect. like the pubic pubis God, God praying. Yeah, yep. all of that and being like, Oh, okay. Mm. This so is... did you have that before? Not with my first. Yeah. Okay, cool. But with my second, I I mean I had like nickels, <clears throat> mm. but this was from like quite early on, like yeah. week twenty, and I was like, "Oh, why okay. is this hurting?" Um, and now I realise that yeah, there's mm. a little bit of pelvis separation, yeah. which I really want to take seriously after. Well, now as well, but like after I've had baby, I don't expect it to be like, "Oh, everything's fine." Like this time, I'm going to be like, "Did you have a, a, a mummy MOT?" 
No, I had grand plans for one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I just never, but, um, <laughs> never got around to it. Um, I really want to this time. <laughs> just to see, I, I wish I'd, hindsight, right? I wish I'd done that pre-everything and then to have it, have a mummy MOT and yeah. then have the comparisons. I had PGP as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of when. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was from week 20 almost, but maybe a bit later mm-hmm. when I was definitely bigger. So, the whole rolling around or getting out of beds and stuff <laughs> yeah. was interesting. Lying for, lying on one side for too long. Oh my goodness. Because turning over yep. was the whole mission. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was not fun because it reached the point where my partner had to sort of help me out of beds. And even, yep. even just to sort of sit up was a whole step. Yeah. Then too, just to turn. Too much standing. Too oh much sitting. Gosh, too much right? this. If I don't move, Ugh. like last week I didn't go to the gym because I had a full-on schedule yeah. and I was tired. Fair. So I prioritised sleep. Just rest. Yeah, but I could feel that I hadn't moved my body enough no. and I needed to, and you know, yeah. my parents are like, oh, be careful. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I've got to keep this helps. In motion, <laughs> exactly. Even like sitting, sitting, getting into a car and mm-hmm. getting out of the car, the fact that your legs have to sort of separate a little mm-hmm. bit, even that was a, oh. Um, so even now I'll get the odd twinge even training like I'll still get the odd twinge so I just know I've got to strengthen myself as much as possible yeah. will it ever go back to 100% I don't know but it was like huh no one mentioned that to me before, <laughs> yeah. uh, before I got knocked up they this didn't thing. so okay. that's, that's fine uh, any lightning crutch for you a little bit of a woo. right towards the end, yeah. <laughs> um, and I haven't experienced that just yet. Uh, okay. I, yeah, I'm I sorry do for reminding that. you. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But um, I do pregnancy yoga, and actually, I did it last night. And mm. some of the stuff we were doing, I feel like I felt him move lower into my yeah. pelvis. I was like, oh, hello, ooh, you're there now. Yeah. You're really there. So mm. uh, that's been interesting. Yeah. <laughs> How have you been finding your birthing choices um, first time round and maybe this time round now that you're a bit more, like you know more about what's, what's yeah. actually going to happen? First time round, like I wanted to be in the birthing suite at the mm-hmm. hospital. I didn't want to be on the labour ward, um, but I wasn't quite brave enough for a home birth. Uh, but I feel like, yeah. It went to plan, like they were, because they, they they did say, oh, if we're understaffed, there may not be like you know enough midwives for the birthing center, so you may have to be like in Ooh. on the labor ward and stuff like this. And yeah, I was like, I was really want to be in the. But when I got there, they were like, yeah, you, it's fine. We, we, you're there's actually no one on the <laughs> on the birthing center Thank at the moment. You. Yep. And I got to be in the pool, but I hated it. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh, I really wanted a pool and there were none available. I was that, like, that happened to a, a very good friend of mine. We've, oh. we've been pregnant at the same time twice now. Oh, cute. I know. I she, love that. I, I was pregnant with my best friend as well. It's oh. great. She's due um, 29th of this month. Oh. Um, and she has a little girl who's two months older than my, uh, oh. my little girl. Um, but yeah, so we were both like, yeah, we both want this. She didn't get that. She ended okay. up having her little one in triage, bless her. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Um, it all happened very quick for her but yeah. it was very long for me um, I used a TENS machine which I love and I will be definitely using again okay. this time round I got one did I use it no I forgot about it <laughs> I was like okay well that's 40 pounds down the drain of mind okay. I found it the other day and was like yes I remember <laughs> this because I was like oh can I get in the pool now and the yeah. midwife was like it might slow things down you know and I'm like Okay. She's like, we're progressing, maybe wait a bit. And I was like, no, no, want to get in now. Um, oh, so great. I took the TENS machine off and um, got in the pool. Huh. And 
it my water's broke in the pool so i was all my waters didn't break at the start of labor like you know okay. they're doing the films where it's like oh i'm in labor okay. uh that didn't happen for me uh, like i was already I about that. eight centimeters then they broke oh wow yeah okay. so oh so i just love hearing people's stories because it's so different like, i there's know just so, just so many different nuggets that come from everyone's mm-hmm. own situation yeah they hadn't broke i was in the pool <clears throat> but they were the contractions were very intense mm. and i said i Oh my! I think my waters have just broken, and my midwife was like, "Oh, maybe." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no! They have." And I could see things like floating <laughs> in the pool. I was like, "Definitely there have." Is. There it goes. <laughs> but from that point, everything did escalate, and I think I went into that final like transition from that moment, and yeah. I was missing the comfort of the the tens machine, and <laughs> I was on a drip with antibiotics at the time, okay. which were making me be sick. Mm. So I didn't have a pleasant pool experience. Uh, like okay. My husband said, okay. I was like, I mean, I will admit too, I was thrashing around in that pool like a whale, <laughs> like who was needing to go back to, to its home. Let me be free. <laughs> I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. And at the same time being sick, and oh, no. sorry for like everyone listening, <laughs> but like he tried to catch it in a bowl, bless his heart, and the midwife went, just leave it. We'll clean it up with everything else at the end. <laughs> and I was like, this is not fun. This is not relaxing. The pool was getting cold. Oh. I was like, I think I was, you know, in it with, with the contents of my, you know. You're I was inside. like, I think I need to get out <laughs> and get that back on. Yeah. So we got out and I wanted, I, we got the TENS machine back on. Nice. And in the transition, and it's funny because I'd, I'd read all the hypnobirthing books. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to breathe this baby mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um. And it was helpful to a, a certain extent, but okay. I definitely panicked when it came to the final transition. Okay. Yeah, and was like, give me the epidural. And um, they were like, okay, but we're going to have to call, a, you know, call someone. And yeah, oh my gosh, and we're going to have to wheel you up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't care. I want it. Obviously, I'd also said to my husband at any point, I say, don't let me have it. Okay. So he was going... No, you okay. don't need it. And I was like, you don't understand the pain I'm in. <laughs> like, obviously, demonic at the end of the... <laughs> however many hours it was. Oh, so they did manage to speak to someone. They got a gown on me. They had the wheelchair ready to wheel me up. Okay. And I went to sit down and I could feel her head. And mm-hmm. I was like, um, I... Mm. <laughs> and she's coming. Yeah, she's coming. I was like, I need to push. And the midwife was like, I'm not sure you do. I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what this is. That this where women don't get to listen to their own bodies. I, I understand they're very experienced and they do this daily. But I'm telling you but now, <laughs> you're a new person. I know my body. I'm telling you what I'm yes. feeling. You may have heard this a hundred times, but can you just check, please? Literally. So, just please. I like. I went onto all fours. That was my my, my position of choice in love for for birthing. And yeah, yeah then. I, my husband said he knew I was in the transition period because I sounded like an animal on the farm. Got it. <laughs> it's yeah. gone from As the... you do, right? Yeah. It's, just, it's like a mooing sound. Exactly. I don't know if mine was mooing personally. I can still I can still hear mine, but I don't think I don't think a moo entered the space. I love that you <laughs> mentioned hypnobirthing because I want I I'm so curious to know how it worked for people. I was a hypnobirthing person. Affirmations were the only thing that really worked for me and my yeah. breathing. Anything about I, I, everything for me happened so quickly. It was four hours from when my waters popped to when she came. Oh, wow. So maybe I didn't have enough time to sort of really center myself. I couldn't get there quickly to visualize. Mm-hmm, to think. Mm-hmm. I just had my affirmations. I felt everything, obviously. Mm-hmm. The pain, the surges, all that kind of stuff. So I didn't get this space of like... I don't even know if you're supposed to where... Obviously, birth is, is painful, sure. 
But I don't know if you were meant to hit a space of like almost being quite nonchalant about the pain. Because I was like, no, no, my whole body's on fire. So <laughs> I have to work with the fire mm-hmm, and walk mm-hmm. through the fire. And that's how I describe childbirth. Mm-hmm. I'm like, put your hand in a candle. That's what that feels like. So I'm always curious to know how hypnobirthing was for people. Yeah. Did it? Well, it's funny though, because <laughs> I thought it was working all the way up until, yeah, like that transition. That transition. Okay. And I think now um, the doing pregnancy um, yoga mm. and the, the same lady who teaches that, she's a doula and she does hypnobirthing. Yeah. And I've had conversations with her um, where I, I do worry that, like, I didn't get the full hypnobirthing experience, you know? Okay. Like, where I I should have been, like, using my affirmations and I should have been using my breathing to help me through that transition. But obviously, yeah, you don't know what that's going to be like. You have no idea, like... Yeah, first time round. Yeah. Like, you, you're having to figure out mm-hmm. so much. And uh, so now, yeah. this time round, I'm like, okay. So maybe when that moment comes, yeah. I will know that this is what it is. Even though yeah. it, I'd been, I'd read that there will be a moment where you think I can no longer do this, and that's, and when, that's when it is gonna, coming. Yeah, so I remember that for sure. <laughs> yes. So I was like, okay, well, let's keep working through it. But, yeah, that's what I didn't do. I was yeah. like, no, f all this. But I mean, it'd been a long. Oh, like, so by the way, you can spare. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> it had been a long journey to that point. Yeah, because I remember. So I had her at quarter past 12.45 on the Monday morning, but okay. I'd started labor on the Saturday afternoon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. And that started with like a walk with one of my best friends. And like, I, I remember saying on the walk, my face feels funny. Like my face feels like really like, ooh. I feel like I've like, I don't know, like, yeah, either I'm on drugs or like I'm on some kind of, natural high I was like my face you know like you know (laughs) literally I think this is what I was doing and my friend was like you're right and that afternoon I came home and watched the football with my partner I was like "Mm, I think we're in labor and it was from that point and it was so that was like Saturday afternoon Mm. and then I went into the hospital Sunday at four o'clock so I had like 24 hours of like early labor and I was thinking this is fine. I can do this. I can do this. I got <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, I was like, I, you know, um, my mum my and my, my husband were um, my birthing partners. And yeah, I mean, just before I went to the hospital at four, like I was walking around Sainsbury's, like, you know, having my my surges and being like, I can do this. This is fine. And it wasn't, yeah, I think maybe I was tired and that last transition period was a bit like, no, this is I. This has been far too long now. <laughs> I can't do this. But from from the moment of that transition, it was about forty five minutes. So of pushing, like, well, not even of pushing, just of being like, okay, we're in this moment. <laughs> and then she arrived. But actually, that once I'd got past that initial wobble, and I was in my chosen position, mm-hmm. tens machine was back on, and I knew she was coming, and my body kind of took over. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel like that was. I felt like that was okay. It was yeah. the lead up to that. Um, I'm just glad you had a tens machine experience. <laughs> I'm gonna do it again, and this time my midwife is like home birth, and I'm like, maybe. I had a friend who did a home birth. Mm. Um, sounds sounds good. Like, I think they had a really good time. Yeah. I also had a friend who was like, she had dreamed of doing a home birth, and then she went, nah, Rach, the cleanup. 
Yeah, this is and true. Like, I don't want to have to do that too. So I was like, I didn't even think about that. So I was like, you I know mean, what? I Whatever don't think the mum has to do that part. It definitely will fall down to the birthing partner and maybe the midwife. <laughs> um, no, obviously not the midwife, but um, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I thought of that, but I mean, it depends. She was like, I have a pool, like I can bring the pool. Thank you. Um, but then I was like, yeah, but I wasn't really feeling the pool first time. Fair enough, you didn't. And no. This is, the fir- this is the first time I've heard someone say, yeah, no, enough. I didn't like it. Yeah. Which is okay. Because you thought, you'd think it would be like, because I love water as yeah, well. It's very same. relaxing for me. Same, same. But I think it was the mixture of being sick and having the, the, drip. the drip in oh, yeah. and, and yeah. having that security of the TENS machine taken away like when I was... And having the the sensation of waters breaking, I think it was just everything at once. Too much. It was yeah. too much. I like I said, no pool for me. So I was in a shower a lot until they told me that I had to get out. And I remember an obstetrician popping in, going, "Oh hi, I'm going to be your obstetrician." Da da da. Oh, don't worry about the pool. It doesn't do anything anyway. And I just looked at her like, "Listen <laughs> to me, woman. What?" Because <laughs> the shower helped massively. Yeah. So I was so angry. Or, or just the feel of the water on me helped mm-hmm. a lot. So I was so angry to be out of it because I wanted to have like a wireless monitor and then the battery died. And so I had to be put back on to one with wires and I was just like, oh my gosh, anyway. But I say all of that even though the the team and the birthing experience was, was really good. Mm-hmm. It was very surreal. Um, my most vivid memory was, I mean, quite a few, but feeling her coming down, the birthing yeah. was, was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, that was wild. Just popping, bobbing down, then going back up, bobbing down, going back up. But for you, did you have any vivid like birth in the moment, like birth moments that you can recall. Um, and also, is this also? I did actually think about this. Is it annoying having this conversation when you've got one? No. Away? Do you know what? It's <laughs> it's funny because like me and my husband were watching one one born every minute in okay. the run up to having the oh, first. Did you? Oh and my then, gosh, I didn't. I also feel like that was the that's so bad because they obviously it's for TV, so they're yeah. only going to pick the dramatized right? the most heightened of, most, of labor. Uh, yeah, so maybe in my transition, I thought, here it is. This is my <laughs> one born every minute moment. Um, <laughs> but no, it, I know it doesn't have to be like that. And yeah. I would really love a really peaceful, calm birth this time around. And I know speaking to like yeah. like my, my yoga teacher, she's like, second time, it's not a guarantee, but like usually it's a quicker labor. Mm. Like you know what's happening. So mm-hmm. you, you know, you're not as panicked, you're not as stressed. And I feel like I am going to be like that, which is why I am considering home birth okay like um uh, yeah no so <laughs> talking about it is, is is fine but i i feel like i'm i am determined to have a more relaxed, more relaxed peaceful because i i know it, it can happen like, yeah for sure i see yeah, on instagram even all if, the time yeah. right so it's yeah. gotta be real right <laughs> when people are like i'll share my birth story with you Literally. and it's like oh oh i want that like yeah. but i feel like we are like with the breathing and you can really be in control of your body even when you feel yeah. like what is happening like no I agree I do it's just I and I think no I do agree with that and I do recall the moments when I really felt in control or when I I really understood that I was working with the midwives when to stop when not to and I understood mm. whatever changes I was doing and even changes to the tempo of your, your breath how that impacted your body and and all of that so I do, I do believe that it works, but I guess, I think because I felt so prepared hypnobirthing wise, yeah. I think I expected maybe way more control a lot earlier yeah. <laughs> or throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing rather than in moments. Um, but the visualization side of it all, yo, yeah. I mean, nah, that that didn't, that no, was not my job I mean, at all. 
I like I had like mm. I had like um little tea light fake tea light candles. Oh, you had hand nice. Yeah, okay. and like um I had like a specific smell that nice. I really liked that we sprayed around the room. Yeah. Like I had my birthing ball, which I didn't use as much, and I think I will more this time because okay. I've, I've used it a lot towards the end of this pregnancy, and yeah. it is very like it's I, I don't know if it's because of the the pelvis, but yeah. like really opening it up. That's yeah. been. That's been really, really mm. nice. So I think I'll, I'll use that yeah. a little bit more. But did the smells help? Did the lights, yeah. Like the, the, the... Mm -hmm. And we had a playlist. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. And I think it's funny having, it's going to be different because it's just going to be me and my husband this time. Wow. When my mum was there before, I never planned to have her there. Okay. Like it was just going to be me and my husband. And mm -hmm. like my husband knows me very well. And he's like, I think you need also the comfort of your mum because oh. he's very good at like, nice. if there was anything going a bit wrong or if anything mm. not that it did or you know if there was any panic he's very good at keeping things yeah like i don't know what this is how to put that into um, words keeping it calm focused yeah. like being yeah. like this is the task in hand yeah okay? we're having a baby it's okay this is where we're going to get to yeah it, whereas i also feel like he, he knew i also needed the it'll be okay and mm. the, the, the like love and the but he's very much like you're gonna be fine <laughs> So I guess what well, maybe more the, the lighter touch, the feminine touch. Yes, exactly. Balance. But yeah. I think maybe also it might be good this time round to yeah. just have him being like, right, come on, let's go. You're, but I do actually. Okay, so I have a, <laughs> one of those vivid memories just popped into my head. Yeah. As she was crowning. Yeah. The ring of fire, which I don't remember actually as the ring of fire. I didn't have it. I just no. had shoulders pop pop. And yeah. I was like, oh, twinge. So that as her head was coming out, mm. like he popped down the business end. <laughs> to have a look mm -hmm. and I saw his face completely change like, oh really okay. he came back up and he was just like a little kid oh. like and he was like you're doing so well oh, and, and nice. it, made, it makes me like oh get goosebumps now but <laughs> and sweet. he was just like I'm so proud of you and yeah. it was the one moment where he switched from being like come on you can do this to coach, like coach, I could coach. see oh. like yeah and it, funny enough because he is a coach I yeah, think that's you know why but um yeah to being like just like the dad like that's to being nice. like our oh, baby is coming yeah. into the world so that was that is always something that i remember and is like that's really cute that's sweet I love yeah that. oh i love that i love that it's actually it's also really nice as well um hearing the the, the dad side of things mm. i'm debating if i want to have my partner on on this podcast to hear his uh perspective or not i don't even know what yeah. i'm debating and this isn't even really going to be an all-female space because i can imagine um when you guys get to hear a bit more of the episodes recorded, so you're going to hear um, guys here as well. But um, I have been tempted to see if if I want to hear a man on this podcast yeah. from that side of the world. But just, uh, yeah, it's nice hearing their reactions mm -hmm. to things and how they coped with that. Um, with these changes to your life now, your your mum motherhood is in full swing. How has that impacted you creatively? Because as you said, you write as well, right? Mm -hmm. So how is what is that like? Do you have you noticed a difference in in Stupid question. I was about to say in the types of creativity that you have, which sounds ridiculous, but has there been like a, a difference? You know? I think so. I mean, as we touched on briefly earlier, like mm. new experiences and like challenging experiences, um, because you know, it's not easy yeah. <laughs> being a mum. Yeah. Like um it is not. Have definitely shaped like places that I can go, like to reach like to bring mm. up things for the creativity and the authenticity of yeah. creation um so that's been incredible um i did a film towards the end of last year yeah. and 
it was the toughest, like mentally having to prepare for the role. Yeah. Um, and I did it in a very different way to what I'm used to doing. Okay. Um, so yeah. I was going to say, do you want to elaborate on that or not? I don't know. I know some people can be not funny, but you might not want to show your No, process. I mean, it would always be like before quite methodical the way I'd like, you know, research my character, like, mm. you know, mining through the script for clues, like, yeah. you know, putting my own spin on it, like understanding who this person was. So that's always something that I've done and is ingrained in me. But yeah. this character, um, without giving too much of the story away, mm -hmm. um, her son is missing okay. and she's in a very dark place. Okay. And I was actually away from my daughter filming for like eight weeks. Wow. So it was really a difficult time and I didn't want to blur any lines mm -hmm. between me and the character. Yeah. So um, I used um, an actor care specialist actually, nice. who's a trained okay. psychologist and um, acting coach, yeah. um, along with um, a spiritual friend of mine who calls herself an earth doula. She very much is. Yeah. And she's incredible. Um, we kind of created a container where I met my character. Okay. And I, I see myself and a lot of creatives as very empathetic anyway, but mm. I, I literally created a space to meet her, to, to listen to her mm. grief and what, what she was going through as a mother. Um, and then like did her wanted to do her story justice mm. but it was somewhere where i could meet her and then leave that there yeah. and come away from it okay which even like if i'm doing characters in the future that don't have trauma is a really interesting way and i found yeah. it really cool yeah. because it then like the way i would journey to meet her was always through breath and vis visualization mm. like hypno birthing um so if I felt out of touch in the moment or in a scene or whatever, it, it, I just had to get back in touch with my breath mm. and visualizing the container we had created to meet her. Awesome, okay. So it was a really different way of working for me, but I really loved it. And yeah. um, I've not seen the film yet, I've seen the trailer, but yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that, we'll see how that like. goes. Amazing. But then I guess also with the writing side of things, yeah. um, I've always written like little short stories mm -hmm. or like, you know, poetry style stuff or yeah. spoken word and n not really anything that I've published or used. Okay. Um, then I kind of, I've written short film scripts, one of which we were going to be putting into production, but then I got pregnant. So yeah. it's going to be put on hold. Okay. But um, the feature story that I've always wanted to tell mm. really has developed and grown. And I've started writing that. I've just, applied for an early development fund for that nice. awesome. um and i feel like because becoming a mum it makes i'm sure this is the same with fathers but it makes you confront some of the stuff that you thought you dealt with yeah that kind of comes back mm. um because it's a little bit like a mirror isn't it like yeah. and you're like okay there is some stuff that i've not quite worked okay. through yeah so i went back to therapy and therapy coupled with the feature film that I'm writing is based on mm. my coming of age story. Okay. There's some changes to it. Yeah. But I found it really therapeutic to like write the treatment for it. And nice. was like, okay, this does need to be yeah. pushed. So all of that has kind of fed my creativity, but mm. then there's just time. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously I am an actress before I'm a writer and that's been our push yeah. like over the last okay. couple of years. And yeah, when I have sat down and like you know written, it's mm. been great, but it's not been a priority of mine. Okay, so that's why I thought I'd 
like go for the early development fund and like get some structure and, yeah, and some financial and, like yeah, backing. Of course. And then it, I'd have more like yeah. emphasis on emphasis on writing, I think. No, but it's it's great to hear how it's impacted you in both um avenues of, of how of what you work as you said yes you're an actress first you are a writer but it's not it's nice hearing how it's impacted and i guess it's how it's shaping those spaces for you as well which mm. is really really great um the right when you talked about writing and and obviously it's it, it's a coming of age story of yourself it kind of made me think of journaling it's not the same thing at all but it kind of made me think of that where you're just literally pouring yourself in stuff yeah and pouring, yeah pouring, pouring. so that's mm-hmm. really really great to hear and that that mm. is yeah it's important yeah i think journaling that's another thing that I don't do enough of. I know, me too. I do no, find it time. really helpful. It, same, exactly the same. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever done the the artist way. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's the first, that was the thing that got me into it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, this stuff is really good. Because even um, if you're just writing nonsense, yeah. it's just getting it off your... Off your head, just, I mean, out, just out of you. We've discussed this like off the podcast, yeah. but I'm not great with lack of sleep. <laughs> so when I'm first woken up in the morning, I'm like, everything's <laughs> shit. I hate life. <laughs> I, I I've got my gorgeous little girl like looking up at me like I have my husband I have my house I have food but I'm like I hate everything. <laughs> so I did find that journaling even the stupidest things like yeah. would actually put me in a better mood. Yeah. So I I feel like I should do more. Of that. I do miss it no and it's that's such a great book because it really helps me just you know what not every not everything creative or created has to be used in a certain way just just do for the sake of doing mm-hmm. and be happy at that and just flex that muscle yeah and just i guess really trying to align your joy with what you're doing and what you're making so yeah. the artist dates is one thing i really loved because yes. it's like go and see new things try new things and just be in that moment and be as present as you can that is so, so true it's a really really great book. i've done quite a few cinema dates yeah from artist dates like of independent film especially mm. obviously with writing my mm. feature and stuff but the first artist date that i took myself yeah, on cool. it was a last minute choice because yeah. I had a little bit of time before picking my daughter up from okay. nursery and I, I had an audition mm. at a casting in in Central so I was like what's nearby and I just googled the closest museums so okay. I ended up in the British Museum okay. and I, I no just <laughs> no I, I voice noted before and afterwards and it's quite funny actually because the voice note before was like oh I'm doing my first date like you know uh, yeah. okay. and then I why did I pick the British Museum I just was walking around angry like yeah. that was stolen that needs to go back <laughs> I was just angry and I also had my backpack which had my laptop in it because I wasn't going to do a date I was going to do some writing yeah. so it was heavy and I was like I ended up leaving early thinking that was a waste of time but it was quite a funny experience at yeah. the same time but I was like yeah should have known that's what it's like I think the last I haven't been to a museum in a while for that same reason. I just left feeling really angry. And oddly, it was at the V&A. I didn't see that coming there. No. Because it's like, well, but it's all, I'm even trying to think of how to describe the V&A. But it's like, it's all fabrics and textures and designs and styles. And I don't even know what segment I hit. But I was just like, but what is this doing here? Why is this? (laughs) What is that? But why? No, but that came from, but, and I just, I was angry and I just left. And then pre that, and I think it was also coupled with the, museum i went to before the vna was the war museum why i went there i don't know but i was like you know what at the time i had lived in south for a while so whenever if i took the bus anywhere that was always on my route like oh i could see the the war museum i was like you know what rach bit different go in there yeah just see a bit of culture my friends (laughs) 
I just literally <laughs> went somewhere to witness how people just chose to kill each other I from know. zero BC up until ooh modern day and what it means to have places like Guantanamo Bay and how they used the internet. But basically how modernized this type of yeah. weaponry has become and I was like and it's all one sided isn't it because it's yeah. from whichever country that the oh. museum is in exactly <laughs> and I was like you know what so the V&A was meant to cheer me up it did not yeah. and I don't think I haven't done a museum since actually no I think it's just got to stick to the science museum with the kids and like you know or, or portraits take yeah yeah take, yeah take modern where I can walk around and be like I could do that Yeah, <laughs> I could definitely make that I can corner off some space and have nothing in it and call but I guess society. like the book says, doesn't it? Whatever emotions it invokes from you, you can yeah. use with your creativity. So yeah, but I don't know. Anger <laughs> seems to be one in life and motherhood that com- crops up a lot for me. And I'm like, how do we use this? <laughs> what can I do? Um, I was going to say, with motherhood, um, I'm finding that there's always a new project that people start. Mm-hmm. Have you started a new project? Or have you had one last? And is it still ongoing? Um... So yeah, there's. I think this is like a two pronged answer actually. Okay. I, I decided I wanted to learn a language. Okay. Um. So I've been <clears throat> learning Spanish. I say been learning Spanish. Obviously, Duolingo, everyone's was, best friend. Basically, um, which you know reminds you when it's been five days, ten days, and then so I feel like Duolingo. <laughs> I feel it's, it's the games that you guys play. My partner is learning Portuguese, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh no, I've got, I've got to do it. I've got to up my, my points." Or do you you go down? Yeah, into like leagues something? and stuff. So I'm just like, "Are you learning the language? Yeah, trying to play a game to make sure you're like number one." Well, this is true, <laughs> and I think it tries to like incentivize the learning, but That's also it. I'm thinking. I don't know if I'd use this in a conversation. <laughs> like some of the stuff I'm learning. And I think dueling is great like to do like, you know, oh, say I'm learning a language, but I, I think I would love to take it a step further and get yeah. like actual tuition. And also like we, we do have Spanish and, and like mm-hmm. South American friends who speak Spanish. And I'm mm-hmm. like, we need to, I need to like utilize them. Yeah. But my, it means my daughter's been picking it up as well, which is so cute. She oh, knows like all sweet. her colors and she knows like numbers and she'll know little phrases and stuff. Yeah. And then, um, which is really cute. And at her nursery, they do, they do Spanish. Oh, amazing. Um, I know. So like, that's been cool. Yeah. But then I, I feel like I've also had like <laughs> a moment where I'm like, obviously I love acting and I love writing. And yeah. The acting kind of, being on set is is what I love and like you know the creatives that I'm around and get to meet but that doesn't happen all the time like I am a mum and like I am you know that is my priority at the moment and also you can go through periods of time where you're not working yes that's true so I did have a moment like this year where I was like I really need to find writing wasn't really it it picked up but I needed to find something else as well like that was away from like my job description like okay. to really feel like a purpose mm. you know mm. so I've been really on a like self-discovery journey this year okay. on that and I've been trying loads of different things and the latest one yeah uh, I've just enrolled onto a course about children's mental health okay nice. um so yeah, I was all for it at the time and now I'm a bit like apprehensive and a bit scared and I'm like, oh, I don't know how this is going to help fulfill a purpose, but like, let's go for it. Okay. Um, And then I'm also really passionate about like helping women through their like pre and post and during like fitness journeys, like with nice. pregnancy and stuff. And my husband was a personal trainer um, yeah. and 
I nearly did my qualifications okay. years back. Yeah, yeah. But that's cropping up again as well. Thinking yeah. like, I love... I've had so many conversations in the gym of late of people mm. being like, oh my gosh, how pregnant are you? And you're mm. doing... And I'm like, yeah, this is great for labor. This is great for... Yeah. So like, and I know there's a lot of women out there who yeah. are like, would love to do it, but are worried or don't know where to start. Mm. And like, so I'd also love to help people okay. in that way. So I'm I'm like exploring some yeah. options this year. So Spanish was the project of choice. Yeah. Now there are a few more options like... Exactly. Burning away. Okay, cool. But I don't want to be like, you know trying everything at once and yeah. then like, nothing comes to fruition so we'll see maybe 2024 is the year where we nail one down <laughs> pick, pick one finish that one and then next year pick the other one finish that one no I get it it's, it's dope though it's nice that it's opened um, these doors as you said right there are different things that you want to try and mm. again it, it kind of I guess circles back to the notion of making sure that you are living these are yeah. things that you want to do it's outside of your job description but it's stuff that you're excited about and, it, yeah. and you're passionate about so why not yeah you know and I think I always said, like, if I wasn't an actress or if I wasn't creative, I'd mm. want to be, like, a psychologist. Yeah. But also, well, I feel like that's what we kind of do with our characters anyway. But um, true. but I'd no, probably go down the route of, like, serial killers. <laughs> hmm. Tell me a bit about how you... <laughs> but again, that's also really interesting. Really interesting. Like, bro. You know That's how your Netflix you is like tailored to you? Yeah. Like and you, when you go to my husband's, it's like sporting documentaries <laughs> and like, you know, like he, he he loves like, you know, your David Attenborough and stuff yeah. like that. Mine is Meanwhile. literal, like they're suggesting every serial killer documentary that they've ever made. And my husband's <laughs> like, should I be worried? I don't know who, where I came across this, but there was just someone who'd made a similar thing where it's like, you can meet the nicest woman or uh, you see the woman in this particular light but when you go to her Netflix why is it all about murder death scandal I don't know fraud like what are you doing behind the scenes oh I mean, dear hey it's an engaging story yeah right? Just, it's like like Mindhunter yeah. like I if I were able to interview people yeah. do you know maybe I'd be a nicer Piers Morgan or something <laughs> fun why well, yeah. not yeah why so that's that's also a hobby on the side yeah see a whole bunch of different things love it um what has been your biggest love takeaway uh and biggest struggle with motherhood oh that's a really good question mm. if um any at all. i think one of my biggest takeaways is like mm. like seeing this little person yeah. like grow and take on their own personality and their own has been incredible to watch and and at the same time like it wasn't just her that was born that day it was Mm. the mother also it was me like so we're both growing together and Mm. not forgetting that like and reminding myself every time I beat myself up because you know I wasn't gentle enough that day as a a parent or you know or You know, I didn't get to do this or that. Like, just a reminder that there's two people growing mm. at the moment, like her and me as a mother. And it's beautiful if you can, like, surrender to it. Yeah. That's a big takeaway I think I'd take. Like, mm. it's it's really helped me be in the moment. Like, and then at the same time, <laughs> how... Like I said, it's brought up a lot of things that I thought I dealt yeah. with. Now, yeah. It's so funny. Like I had, I definitely had someone like say that to me. Oh my God, like have you dealt with all your stuff? And I was like, <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, no, because like she, um, it, she isn't a mum. She she really wants to be in and I know she's going to be incredible. But I was like, no, because 
things come up for you as a mother like what happened with your mum or this and the other or whatever so I was like um I think I'm fine so I'm like I feel like I'm waiting for my moment for things to come up so I can deal with but I was like me and my mum sorry my mum is hilarious no filter any and everything that can be said shouldn't be said she's gonna say it i love that so i think we've had i'm like so i think i had to really like answer her i think we've dealt with our stuff because yeah. we talk about all the stuff all the time and everything else but i'm aware that things crop up and pop up whenever they mm-hmm. do right in life so it's um it's nice to hear that that's come up for you whether it's been difficult or not but the fact that it's just i'm pumping my hands but i guess that <laughs> these things are just kind of being expunged and dealt with yeah. yeah yeah definitely yeah and difficult or yes um i think for me though like a huge part of was like i i was a bit of an i was quite an angry teenager Mm, okay like and i thought i dealt with that because i mean i practice buddhism now and like i'm very like reasonable and Mm. like conversation like communication all of that i'm Mm. like i'm here for it yeah like it's how we resolve things and like you know being empathetic towards other people's struggles and stuff but when you've got a four-year-old who has been awake all night and will not put their shoes on and you're late for nursery and work and they are back chatting and the rage that I have felt worried me at times. I've had to take myself to other rooms and be like, I'm going to have give myself, which I guess is showing her, you know, healthy ways to deal with yeah. it because I'm not exploding in front of her. I probably have shouted a few times yeah. and then regretted it. But, yeah. you know, hey, we're all yeah. human. Yeah, exactly. Um. But yeah, being like, wow, okay. Yeah. And knowing that what's happening here is not her fault. Mm-mm. She's just a four-year-old who's yeah. like, well, I'm, you know, just doing this now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just doing just, this just now. Just doing this now. That's it. Um, yeah, and then it lies within us. Mm. And actually, so a book I would really recommend is, I'm going to butcher the title now, the book... Um, <laughs> We might have to Google it. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, What's it called? What do the, you think it's called? The book you wish your parents had have read and your children will be glad you did. <laughs> the book you wished your parents, parents read. had read. And you got that absolutely spot on. Did I? Yeah, you did. Yes. <laughs> Go me. That's exactly it. You can get it it's... on Amazon for eight ninety nine. You can. And, and you, <laughs> I've been listening to the audio version because I did buy it. And yeah. then like it took me forever to read it. And I've realised now that just popping it on like a pub- podcast whenever yeah, I'm in Audible the car. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and yeah, it is. A lot of it is a reflection of the things that when you were younger, like mm. your parents you know, doing their thing. Yeah. And like, um, yeah. yeah. They did what they could with what they knew. Exactly. Some things worked, some things didn't. Mm-hmm. And then we get to deal with that. Thanks exactly. <laughs> and then we talk about it and then we hope we don't do the same thing to our little ones. Exactly. It's a great cycle of... Huh. Exactly yeah. that. So, yeah. That, yeah. that, that was, that's that been a really good book in me, realising that mm. what triggers me is just unresolved things within yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, which I can then, you know, try and work through. Right. <laughs> with or without my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> but no, even with that, the amazing thing is you know, you're aware, you know what triggers you. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes things will catch you unawares as it does with everybody. Mm-hmm. And you, you figure it out. It's great that yeah. we're in the time where we have the dialogue for that. Yeah. Because there are times when I can sort of think about this space and I like I, I like to say with with Zena I'm like oh we've complete, completed level one because level one, she's now one but 
it's great that we are in a time where we can talk about mental health and all the rest of it. Maybe a bit too much sometimes in my yeah. opinion. So I'm mm-hmm. like, listen, back in the day, we didn't have time for what? Yeah. But like, do you know, but it's it's great that we do have the dialogue and we can take the time to figure this out. Because when I think of my mom, I'm like, and she was a mom of five kids. Yeah. I can't imagine that. Sorry, I know she didn't have the time for this kind of stuff. And even, I don't even know if she ever had moments where it she could even formulate the question of like, how am I doing today? Mm, or mm, mm. did I, was I too much over there? Or did I do this or not have, do enough of this or whatever else? So I kind of, I appreciate that we're in this space where we can do that and mm-hmm. hopefully be kinder and more gentle to ourselves because then we're also being kinder and gentle, gentler to our yeah. kids. But I'm also very aware that they have a lot of privileges in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. So I'm hoping that I don't make too many of those comparisons when she gets older. Because right now, my kid is, she's hilarious and it's funny and it's great watching her discover things for the first time. She's yeah. now really engaging with the word no. So right now, it's very funny when she says no to something that she clearly wants or she's still trying to get the sounds right. So it's so cute yeah. and it's hilarious. But I know, get her to two, three, four, five, and she's telling me no. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> So this is where I know I need to like, let me enjoy the cuteness now and find the peace and patience when it starts to really mean something and she's definitely not putting her socks on and I'm like, but but why? No, I agree with you though. I I think we are very, very lucky to have a space to talk about like Mm. mental health and like, and things like that. But two things that I've really like, like resonated with one is yeah our parents did the best i know this isn't everyone's story mm. but i know in my case that my parents did the best of what they could with yep. what they had yep. and yeah they made mistakes yep. but like and yeah like but and i think i've read something somewhere that's like um about you know oh children being in, in therapy and stuff i think it's a great thing that we're in mm. therapy like that we're talking through and working through our stuff but yep. like you then realize when you're a parent yourself they're like it's not easy and like they did make mistakes and yeah. you have to forgive that. Otherwise, you know, I'm now an adult with my yeah. own responsibilities for my for my feelings and actions. Yeah. Um. But then also, like you say, like, I think we need to be careful as well of being like with it's great that we can talk and we can now find so many diagnoses for things. But also we need to make sure that we're still t- holding ourselves accountable yeah. and not saying, well, it's because of X, Y and Z. Yeah, yeah, I because agree. that th- th- is not an excuse. You still yeah. have like, you know, a responsibility yeah like taking some responsibility in their own you know part you have played in yeah no for and what's sure. happening for so. sure for sure because otherwise i mean <laughs> we may already be there we just start to it's it, it, it can be used for excuses then it mm-hmm. becomes really trivial and then it's like oh yeah oh look you've got yeah. like it becomes it just becomes a joke yeah, right mm-hmm. so i hope we haven't gone too far that down that road and then it becomes a bit trivial and it's like oh we had the moment and then we fucked it yeah. <laughs> and now nobody cares about your mental health yeah is there even such a thing as mental health do you mean so i'm fully aware of, of those spaces but yeah it's um i i'm i'm a friend of mine mentioned this and i really want to get my mom on this podcast but that'd be great it's just it's gonna be hilarious i think she's even gonna find it i don't know what she's gonna think but i'm i'm leaning on the signs where she's gonna find it ridiculous that there's a podcast for stuff like this yeah <laughs> Don't, don't you have food to go and make? What, what are you doing? Yeah. I feel like it's gonna be that, and I'm just like, yeah, but mom, like, <laughs> things and sharing, it's important. So um, it's gonna be really funny oh, to. That. I'm looking forward to hearing her perspective on that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and just seeing if any of any of the the thoughts or questions that I've mentioned, if any of them even like 
matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Because there are times when she can look at certain scenarios that we can find ourselves in as kids. And it's almost like she knows that you're not going to get it because you have to go through it. But there are certain things where she's like, it just doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. It is so unimportant. Mm-hmm. Um, and my partner hears this a lot and he finds it really funny, which I'm very grateful for. But even having kids, I think once I finished um, uni, the question was, so when are you having kids? I was like, but I just graduated. Can I <laughs> can I get a job or find someone that I like? My mom's go-to piece of advice that she will tell anyone is like, just pick any man, they're all bad. I'm like, <laughs> but this is I not the that. advice that, that really, she's like, yeah. Oh like, my goodness. Can I at least try and find a good one? Like, just hopefully. <laughs> and it's just like, I, I'm trying to even think of any sort of deeper deeper meaning or thing to it but i guess it's it's the understanding we're all different we're gonna want to want to have yeah. that we have different wants and needs and it's like finding the That's best so person true. you can work with and I'm even on that having Ugh. we're all different like the way you parent your ch- your children like obviously there's a whole flex right now on social media where it's like gentle parenting, gentle parenting. and like i get that right because we do need to take people's you know, feelings into consideration yeah. because, I mean, with the world and the state it is right now, Oof. so polarised that we're not listening to each other. So mm. we do need to listen to our children and, and you know, hear them. Mm. But at the same time, like, I always laugh at those memes that are like, yeah, but gentle parenting, I have a gangster child. <laughs> so I can't gentle parent this child. It ain't gonna work. Like, they bully me. <laughs> okay? And I said it, okay? Like, so... and. <laughs> And my husband's great at, like, he, I think he had, like, quite a strict upbringing and, like, yeah. he's great at finding the balance. We, we're like yin and yang when it comes to that. I think we... Nice. And because we communicate, we can bring both sides yeah. out. But I think she does She does need, like, we need... She needs, you know, children do need boundaries yeah. as well. And they yeah. need to know that we are the parent. You're mm-hmm. not best friends. Because that's going to become very hard to parent when you hit teens. Yeah. Like... You're not. That's not your best friend. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, no child. offense. Like, no, I get my it. My best friend. Like, yeah, no, I get it. But I do. I do agree with some of the aspects of gentle parenting. Of yeah. course. Like, I want to hear her out. I want. I want to make sure she knows that if anyone's got her back, it's her mum. Of course. Like, and 100%. dad. So yeah. Oh, the lessons be learning. The lessons be lessening. <laughs> the journey is journeying, guys. It is. Um. Sasha, thank you so much for your time oh, today. It's I'm not going to lie to you. Great. I feel like there's so much more I wanted to ask you to talk about. But I'm like, let me do this in sections. <laughs> it's cool. I want to have you on next time because like, we haven't talked about breastfeeding. We haven't talked about this or sleep deprivation. Oh, gosh, yeah. And then coupling all of that with work. There's so many things. Mm-hmm. So, so, so. But yeah, dude, thank you so much for your thank time. Thank you. It's <laughs> <laughs> Hey loves, before we sign off, just a quick note to remind you that everything shared on this episode is based on personal research and personal experiences, lived experiences. I hope we were able to give you some food for thought, but please make sure you conduct your own research and speak to your healthcare professional if you have any questions or concerns. Okay, with love, catch you on the next one.